0: Let God transform your life as you listen to this inspiring sermon by Reverend Richard C. Whitcomb. On December 14, 1861, Prince Albert, the husband of Britain's Queen Victoria, died from typhoid fever. Now, from a historical perspective, Prince Albert's death didn't make a big impact. After all, Prince Albert was not the ruler of Great Britain. He was just the prince consort to his wife, Queen Victoria. He had no power and no responsibilities. But Prince Albert's death had a profound impact on the queen. They'd been madly in love. After all, they had nine children together. It's safe to say that Albert was Victoria's rock, her lover and her friend. And when Albert died, Queen Victoria entered a period of deep grief from which she would never recover. From that day forward, she wore only black the rest of her life. She rarely left her palace, and she rarely smiled. She became known as the Widow of Windsor. Even worse is that Victoria had Albert's bedroom turned into a shrine. Every day for the rest of her life, she had his bed linens changed, his clothes laid out, and a basin of water poured for his morning shave. She even slept clutching Albert's pajamas in her arms. Victoria buried her dead husband, but she never buried the past. And you can't live this day when you're living in the past. Queen Victoria died on January 22nd, 1901, but she stopped truly living on the day Albert died. That's 14,283 days living in a dead past. What a tragic waste of life. As one of the most powerful rulers of her day, she could have used the 40 years of her life after Albert's death for such great good. She had nine children and 42 grandchildren. She could have found comfort in them and invested in their futures. But instead, she was trapped in the past, unable to reach the full potential of the present, with her future hijacked by tragedy. But the real tragedy is that Queen Victoria is not alone. Today, there are millions of people that have fallen into the same trap as she did. Millions of people are merely existing rather than truly living. They go through the motions of daily life, but they have no lasting purpose. All their daily rituals are like setting out clothing for a dead man to wear. Meaningless habits that serve no real purpose. What about you? Are you really living life to full potential, or are you merely existing, trapped by a dead yesterday, overwhelmed by a hopeless today, and unable to reach a brighter tomorrow? How many days have you really lived, and how many days of your life have you merely existed? Today, we're launching a new sermon series called, This is the day. In this series, we're going to discover how to live life to its fullest every day. We're going to learn how to bury dead yesterdays, build better todays, and achieve brighter tomorrows. We're going to learn how to make every day a beta day. And it all begins today as we discover how to make this day the day of destiny. So are you ready to get started? Because this is the day. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, we thank you for this day, this day that you made, this day you planned, this day you've given to us. We thank you that you are here with us this day. Open the eyes of our understanding. Open our hearts to hear and receive your word, your truth today, that our lives might be changed by it. We submit to you now. We bind every voice of the enemy that would come to deceive or disturb or distract us. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I loose the power of the Holy Spirit, the power to enlighten our hearts and minds and to give us the grace to obey you. We thank you by faith in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. I want to invite you to take a moment. Join your faith with mine right now. Put your hand on your chest and pray after me. Lord Jesus, speak to my heart change my life, manifest your glory in me, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, welcome to Truth For Today. I'm so glad you've joined me as we start our new sermon series titled, This is the day and i'm so excited about this series i know it's going to be a life changing experience for all of us so i want to encourage you to tune in every week and be sure to share this message with all your friends and family god will bless you as you share these messages with others we're launching our sermon series today with the foundational message titled this is the day of destiny. And to help us learn the truth for today, we've prepared sermon notes. The notes are available free of charge on my website and all my social media platforms. So I invite you to take out your sermon notes now and follow along with me as we discover three steps to make this day the day of destiny. Our scripture text for today is taken from Psalms 118, verses 24 and 25. The Word of God is on your notes. It's on the screen ahead of you. But I believe the Word of God has the most impact when it's in our hearts and on our lips. So I want to invite all of us to read these verses out loud together. Let's read the Word of God like we mean it. Are you ready? Here we go. Three, two, one, go. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to your heart today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. This famous passage is probably familiar to most of us. You may have heard someone preach from this passage or you may have even heard a politician or a professor repeat its common theme. There's even a song we used to sing frequently in church that uses the words from these verses. In fact, when I was a youth, if you were at church or prayer meeting, and you were called on unexpectedly to raise a chorus, it would most likely be, this is the day, because we all knew it and it was easy to sing but this passage is more than the words to a chorus this passage holds more for us than simply fond memories it holds the keys to beginning to understand and experience the power of this day so let's break it down and get god's truth inside of us as we discover three steps to make this day the day of destiny and here's your first step seize the potential of this day every day is a day of destiny when you understand the truth found in Psalms 118.24. This is the day the Lord has made. See, the fact that God made this day means that there is great potential in this day. God doesn't make anything by accident. God does not make any mistakes. And the Bible tells us in Genesis 1.3-5 that God made the light and he separated the light from the darkness and God made the first day. And Genesis 1.31 says then God looked over all he had made and he saw that it was very good. So God made the day and the day is very good for what God makes is always very good and that means that this is the very good day the Lord has made. Just say this is a very good day and not only did God make this day a very good day he planned for you to experience this day. Psalms 139, 16, and 17 tells us, every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So God planned for you to live this very good day. God has given you every day, and laid it out for you, and it says he even recorded it and wrote it down, and then the Bible goes on in verse 70 to say, how precious are your thoughts about me. Oh God, they cannot be numbered. So God has a plan for you this day and it is good because all his thoughts towards you are good. All his plans for you are good. And if God planned this day, he has a purpose for this day. God doesn't make anything without a purpose and a reason. He has a purpose for this day and for you in this day. And if God has a purpose, then he has power for the day. For there's always power available to fulfill the purpose of God. There is power in this day. That's why I can boldly declare to you that this is the day of destiny. God made this very good day. God planned this very good day for you. God has a purpose in this very good day. God has power available for you for this very good day. And that means that every day has great potential. Every day is a day of destiny. Every day can change the world. Every day has the power of God available because every day comes from God. Simply put, this day is full of God possibilities. For the fact is, there is power and potential in one day. In one day. Jesus died on the cross and put a permanent end to the separation between God and man. In one day, Jesus rose from the grave and made a way for all of us to live forever. There is power and potential in one day. In one day, Moses was rescued from the water and that day marked the start of Israel's deliverance. In one day, the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea and 400 years of bondage was broken. In one day, Elijah stood on Mount Carmel and prayed and three years of drought was ended. In one day the Holy Spirit fell on a hundred and twenty people in the upper room and the world was changed forever. In one day Saul was struck on the Damascus Road and was transformed into the greatest apostle who ever lived. This apostle wrote much of the New Testament. He planted churches, performed miracles and made an impact on the world that continues till this day. There's power and potential in one day. And that same power and potential of one day applies to you and me, to all of us in the world today. Think, for example, that in one day, Alexander Graham Bell made a connection to another person in another room through a device called a telephone. And the first telephone call was made. And modern telecommunication was born. In one day... The Wright brothers flew above the earth in an airplane for the first time in history, and modern aviation was born. In one day, Kwame Nkrumah stood in Accra, Ghana, and declared, At long last, the battle has ended, and thus, Ghana, your beloved country, is free forever. And our nation of Ghana was born. There's power and potential in one day. So let me ask you a question. What God possibilities are available to you this day? We all have defining days in our lives. We can all point to days when something happened that changed the direction of our lives. One day, I went to the altar and yielded myself to service to God. I remember the man of God who prayed for me. I remember the presence of the Lord all around me. It was 1974, and that day changed my life. One day, I met my wife. I still remember the room and the setting and the atmosphere. It was 1980, and that day changed my life. One day, God spoke to me to move our ministry from Nigeria to Ghana. It was 1994, and that day changed my life. But here's the amazing truth. None of those days started out any different from any other day. The big days of breakthrough in my life were days that began like any other day. There was nothing to indicate something great would happen that day. And here's what that means for all of us. Do not consider your circumstances to determine if this day will be great. Look at the fact that God made this day and believe it has potential. Don't look at how you feel to determine if this day has power. For God made this day and this is the day of power. This is the day of potential because God planned it for you. Whether your circumstances look good or not, this is the day of destiny because God has a purpose for you in it. Whether you feel like it or not. That's the lesson we can learn from the famous American actor named Harrison Ford. You may know him as the actor who played Han Solo in the Star Wars movies. But what you may not know is how he got the role that would make him one of the best known actors of his day. You see, before he played Han Solo in Star Wars, Harrison Ford was working as a carpenter. One day, he was called to do some carpentry work in the office of a Hollywood movie producer. And as Harrison Ford was hammering nails, the great movie director, George Lucas, walked in. And George Lucas invited Harrison Ford to audition for a role in the first Star Wars movie. Harrison Ford got the role, and an ordinary day became a day of destiny. But here's the problem for most of us. Most of us are not living life fully because we're not fully focused on this day. In fact, according to psychologists Matthew Killingsworth and Daniel Gilbert, the average person spends 46.9% of their time thinking about something other than what they're doing in the present moment. Think about that. 46.9% of the time, we're not thinking about the present moment. Are you hearing me? Because the chances are 46.9% of you are thinking about something else right now. We're worried about tomorrow. We're weighted down by yesterday. But just like Queen Victoria, you can't fully live this day If you don't focus on this day and seize the potential of this day. The truth is you can't control tomorrow and you can't change yesterday. If you carry the cares for tomorrow and the conflicts from yesterday, they will block your accomplishments for this day. This is the day. Focus on this day and trust God for this day. That's why in Matthew 6.11, Jesus taught us to pray, give us this day. Our daily bread. That's why the Bible teaches us that God's mercies are new this day. For Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 says, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. So here's the truth you need to pack up and take home with you this day. Winning at your destiny begins by winning this day. When you triumph today, tomorrow takes care of itself. In Matthew 6, 34, Jesus said, so don't be anxious about tomorrow. God will take care of your tomorrow too. Live one day at a time. Don't worry about the future. Win this day. Don't relive the past. Win this day. That brings us to our second truth. Strategically participate in this day. Listen to how our text continues. Psalms 24 goes on to say, we will rejoice and be glad in it. And here's what that means for all of us. This day has great power and great potential, but you and I have to strategically participate in this day in order to achieve destiny. You see, destiny won't come automatically. Success doesn't just happen. You have to harness the power of this day and have the right response. You have to realize the potential of this day and act in accordance with your vision. For this is what the psalmist clearly tells us. He says, rejoice, be glad. Those are responses to what you meet this day. Those are deliberate choices you make to participate in this day in the right way. Even when the day doesn't seem to be going the right way, you can respond with rejoicing. You can respond with faith. You can respond by choosing to participate in this day God's way. So here's the truth you need to pack up and take home with you. You may not be responsible for what happens to you this day, but you are response you are response-able for this day. And here's what that means. It means you're able to respond in the right way so that you turn this day into a stepping stone for your destiny. If I'm driving along the road and someone hits me from behind, I am not responsible for the car accident. It wasn't my fault. But I am response-able. I can choose to get angry and lose my temper, and attack the driver who hit me, or I can stay calm, trust God, and work out the problem in the right way. So put your hand on your chest and say, I am response able. You have to have the right attitude, the right response this day, In order to win this day. You have to believe in this day. And trust God this day. And rejoice in this day. For the fact is rejoicing requires that you see this day as God sees it. Being glad in this day requires you to have faith beyond your circumstances. Don't look at the obstacles. Look at the opportunities. Don't look at the difficulties. Look at the divine possibilities. And when you see as God sees, you can turn a difficult day into a day of destiny. When you have faith beyond your circumstances, you can change history. That's the lesson we can learn from a young man in Uganda named Timothy Several years ago, Timothy set out to find a solution to the lack of clean drinking water available, especially in rural areas of Uganda. It's estimated that one out of every three people in the world lack access to sanitary drinking water, and Uganda is no exception. It's not that Uganda doesn't have water. The problem is that the water is contaminated with bacteria and toxins that can lead to sicknesses like typhoid fever and even death, especially for children. So Timothy set out to find an inexpensive way to filter the available water and purify it for human use. He needed something small and portable to reach even remote villages. And he needed something that could be produced from the materials available locally in Uganda. And what he came up with is amazing. Timothy invented the echo mobile purifier, which uses animal bones and vegetable peelings to turn filthy brown water into clean drinking water. The food waste is dried and treated to make activated carbon, a non-toxic natural substance used in Timothy's filter, which is now used in schools and clinics all across Uganda. If Timothy Keondo can use animal bones and vegetable peelings to purify drinking water, what can you use to turn this day into a day of destiny? Well, the answer may surprise you. The answer is as unexpected as Timothy's use of animal bones and vegetable peelings to purify water. Believe it or not, you can use praise to turn this day into a day of destiny. You can filter the events of this day through a filter of praise in the Lord. For you see, no matter who you are, you can rejoice. No matter what you're facing, you can be glad in this day that the Lord has made. You can't change the weather. You can't control the traffic. You cannot control how other people act, but you can rejoice. You can control your attitude and your approach to this day. And when you think about it, that's exactly what our scripture text tells us to do. Make strategic decisions about how to approach this day. Decide in advance that since this is the day the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. Before you get out of bed, before you get going, get praising. Do what you can with what you have, where you are this day. And this day will be a great day. This day will move you to your destiny when you strategically participate in this day. The problem is we often are waiting for better circumstances or better events to get us to our destiny. We look at the obstacles in our path and we feel as if we cannot overcome them this day. So we put off the critical decisions we need to make to turn this day into a day of destiny. We fail to strategically participate in this day. That's what happened to the prodigal son. He thought favor was what he needed to guarantee success, and so he asked his old man for his inheritance, and to his great joy, the old man said yes. Overnight, the prodigal son was a millionaire. Overnight, his dreams came true. Overnight, he had it all, but the prodigal son lacked a strategic plan to turn an event into a daily drive to his destiny. And so he squandered his opportunity and ended up in poverty. That's what happened to an American man named Colin Kroll. There's no doubt that Colin Kroll was a technical genius. When he was just a junior secondary school student, he taught himself how to code in multiple programming languages. Wow. When he was in senior secondary school, he figured out a way to hack into the internet provider in his community. He blocked all the internet for his neighbors so that he could get more bandwidth and faster internet for himself. His father knew then that Colin was going to do something great with his skill. And that's exactly what Colin did. He moved to New York City when he was just 23 years old and started working for tech companies. Then in 2012, he co-founded Vine, the video hosting service. Five months later, Twitter bought Vine for 30 million US dollars. And just like that, Colin Kroll was a millionaire. He was successful. Talented, living the good life, smart. He had money, fame, power, and all the pleasure he could handle. But what Colin Kroll didn't have was a plan. He did not have a plan to strategically participate in his destiny. He didn't have a plan for his legacy. He didn't have a plan to prepare for tomorrow. He focused on his will, but never thought about God's will. And Colin Kroll discovered What we will all discover eventually, a successful event does not guarantee a successful end. And so it was that on December 16th, 2018, Colin Kroll died alone from a drug overdose. A little over 10 years after launching his career in New York City, Colin Kroll, multimillionaire, tech genius, famous entrepreneur, died at age 34. The fact is you may have talent, intelligence, and wealth. You may make a name for yourself and everyone predicts your never-ending success, but if you don't plan for your future, you'll end up with a future you didn't plan. The same truth is true for all of us. We often think we need better events in order to have a great future. If I could buy a car this year or get a promotion this year, if I could get a visa to the USA this year. But what we really need is a better daily plan. We need to strategically participate in this day. Achieving your destiny doesn't come from one single event. Achieving your destiny comes from a long steady history of events. One big event might make your life memorable, but even the best events can be overshadowed by pain if you don't develop the habits that will produce a story of change. For some of us, The big event we seek is marriage. But the best wedding in the world won't produce a happy marriage without the daily disciplines to succeed. A marriage made in heaven quickly turns to hell unless you strategically participate in the marriage. Jesus himself taught us the need to strategically participate in our destiny each day. He clearly teaches us to live out our destiny every single day listen to his famous words in Luke nine twenty three. Jesus said if any of you wants to be my follower you must give up your own way take up your cross daily and follow me following Jesus to the right destiny requires participating in daily disciplines to carry your cross. You have to take up your cross daily. This isn't something you just happen to fall into. Taking up your cross daily isn't an afterthought. It's a strategic plan to participate in life according to God's word. It's choosing to seize the full potential of this day by developing daily disciplines that result in following Jesus. Success in life is not based on mountaintop experiences, but rather daily disciplines disciplines that's why Ephesians four twenty six and 27 says don't let the sun go down while you are still angry for anger gives a foothold to the devil in other words deal with your anger this day to avoid the devil having his way that's a daily discipline don't wait for the right big circumstances or the right big event to make this day a day of destiny strategically participate in this day by making daily decisions to follow Jesus. For Ecclesiastes 11.4 says, if you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. So start today with the daily decisions to win the day, and you'll end up winning your destiny. You won't always see the big outcome waiting at the end of your small daily decisions. But 2 Corinthians 5, 7 tells us we walk by faith, not by sight. And when you live by faith, this day, you will always reach your destiny. As long as you keep walking, as long as you stay in faith, as long as you trust God in the process, your destiny is guaranteed. And that brings us to our third step. Seek God's power this day, most of us are familiar with verse 24 in our text. This is the day the Lord has made. But few of us are aware that the very next verse gives us our final key to turning this day into a day of destiny. Listen to Psalms 118 25. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. In other words, you have to honor God and seek his help for this day in order for this day to be a day of destiny. Understand that I'm not preaching self-help to you today. I'm not just giving you practical principles to turn your life around. This is not a TED Talk or a motivational speech. The fact is you can never turn this day into a day of destiny if you don't first turn to God. All the best effort, all the best principles, all the best practices, all the best direction make no impact if you don't have God, for it's the day that God has made. So to succeed, it must have God's blessing. So here's the balance you need to keep to achieve your destiny this day. Do what you can, and God will do what you can't. Strategically participate means that you do what you can seek God's power means you trust God to do what you can't that's what the Bible tells us to do in Psalm 37 5 commit everything you do to the Lord trust him to help you do it and he will you need God to fulfill your destiny you need God to give you the strength and the grace for this day so don't aim for a good day aim for a God day for God has given us promises for today if we will seek him. Proverbs 3:6 says, In everything you do, put God first and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. For the reality is that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And you will never find true fulfillment or success in life until you find God's plan for your life and surrender to it. That's exactly what the Bible tells us in Proverbs 16, 4. It says, The Lord has made everything for his own purpose. Everything, including you, has been created by God for a purpose. So just put your hand on your chest and say, God made me for a purpose. And every one of us has a God-given purpose in life. For Colossians 1:16 says, For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible. Everything got started in him him and finds its purpose in him. Just tell your neighbor, you'll only find your purpose in God. You may have a lot of plans and goals for your life. You may have mapped out a 10-year plan, but it's only God's plan that will bring you fulfillment. It's only when we surrender to God's plan that we can achieve a better future. That's why Proverbs 19:21 says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And the only thing that will last in this life is what is done to pursue the purpose of God. If you want your life to prevail, you have to surrender your goals to God. God's purposes are the only thing that will always prevail, for the fact is God's Power is aligned with God's purpose. That's the promise we find in Psalm 37, verses 34 and 37. Listen carefully. Don't be impatient for the Lord to act. Keep traveling steadily along his pathway. And in due season, he will honor you with every blessing. For the good man, the blameless, the upright, the man of peace has a wonderful future ahead of him. For him... There is a happy ending. There's a happy ending for you this day. This day will be a day of destiny when you follow the Lord's path. Don't get impatient. Don't divert your steps. Keep traveling steady along God's path. And in the end, he will honor you with every blessing. That's a promise from God for you to believe and claim this day. We don't achieve our destiny by making promises to God. We achieve our destiny by believing God's promises to us. So here's the truth you need to pack up and dig home with you. You don't need faith for tomorrow. You just need faith for this day. For this day is a clean slate. This day is a new start. And when you decide this day to yield to the Lord and seek his power, then this day will be your day of destiny. In just a minute, I'm going to give you the opportunity to make a decision to follow the Lord and to seek his power for this day. But before I do, let me tell you the true story of Dennis Waitley. On May 25, 1979, Dennis Waitley was trying to catch a flight from Chicago, USA to Los Angeles for an important speaking engagement. But he was running late And when he arrived at his departure gate, they had just closed the door. Dennis begged the staff of American Airlines to let him on the airplane, but they refused to allow him to board. So without any other option, Dennis took his ticket and made his way to the customer service counter to try to rebook his flight for later in the day. And while Dennis was waiting in the queue, An announcement was made over the airport intercom about the flight he had just missed. American Airlines, flight 191 to Los Angeles, had just crashed after takeoff. All 271 people on board were killed in the crash. Dennis Waitley had just missed death by minutes. Had he been on board, that day would have been his last day. When Dennis Waitley heard about the crash of the airplane he had just missed boarding. Dennis left the queue and he left the airport holding his ticket. He took his ticket home and put it in a prominent place in his office. It is a daily visible reminder that every day is a gift from God. It's a constant reminder of the need to make this day, the day of destiny there's a powerful lesson for all of us in the true story of Dennis Whateley. every day of your life is a gift from God he has a plan and purpose for you this day this day is full of potential and possibilities but in order for this day to be the day of destiny you have to strategically participate in this day you have to seek God's power to fulfill God's plan this day is God's gift to you What you do with this day is your gift to God. Seize the opportunity. Strategically participate. Seek God's power. For this is the day. I'm going to give you the opportunity to put this message into practice right now. You can make this day a day of destiny by praying with me and making a commitment to the Lord. The Bible gives us very clear and simple steps to salvation. First, you must admit you are a sinner and ask God to forgive you. For 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Secondly, you need to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. For Acts 16.31 says, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. And finally, commit yourself to to God. For Peter said in Acts 2:38, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Because when you confess your sins, God forgives you. And when you believe on Jesus, he saves you. And when you commit your life to God and follow him, you will walk in new life. If you want to begin the journey to your destiny, I invite you to bow your head and pray this prayer out loud after me. As I pray, just repeat my prayer. Pray from a sincere heart of faith and God will hear you and answer you. Let us pray. Dear God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I ask you to save me today. I confess that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died on the cross and rose from the dead so that I might be saved. I ask you to come into my heart now by the power of the Holy Spirit and make me born again. I give my life to you and promise to obey you and follow you. Save me from sin. Deliver me from the devil. Heal me and fill me today. I thank you now by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. God richly bless you. If you just prayed with me, I want to encourage you this day. God has something wonderful ahead for you. I would love for you to write to me and let me know the decision you've made this day so that I can continue to pray for you and encourage you. You can send me a message via Facebook Messenger or on Instagram or Twitter. You can also write to me via email at the email address shown on your screen right now. Be sure to join me next week as we continue our sermon series, This is the Day. Until then, may God in his love be with you. God bless you for listening to this message. Rev. Richard C. Whitcomb is the senior pastor of Agape House New Testament Church in East Legon. If you are ever in Accra, we will like you to worship with us on Saturday night at 6 p.m. or on Sunday at 7.30 a.m., 9.30 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. You will have an awesome experience.